Welcome to Today in the Word with Pastor Bob Larson of Calvary Chapel Caldwell. Pastor Bob will be with us in just a few minutes, but first we'd like to let you know that Calvary Chapel is located on the corner of 10th and Everett, across from the library in downtown Caldwell. We have two Sunday morning services at 9.30 and 11.30. If you prefer Saturday nights, we have a Saturday night service at 7 p.m. We also have a midweek service Wednesday night at 7 p.m. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. on ABC Channel 6.1. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services, where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truths in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. If you have your Bibles open to 1 Corinthians 11, uh, in the last couple chapters, Paul has been addressing some problems at this church in Corinth. And uh, the city of Corinth was a pagan place, and, uh, and so... Uh, many of the people in the church were um, doing things that maybe were leaf legal or lawful, but they weren't helpful as Christians. And so Paul said, uh, as we read last week in 1 Corinthians 10, 23, he said, all things are lawful for me, but not all things are helpful. All things are lawful, but not all things edify. So <clears throat> we talked about last week how there are things that are legal or lawful in our society, but they're not helpful, right? I mean, uh, if if we all lived in uh, Oregon, right, we all could, after church, go down to the, uh, you know, marijuana shop and buy an ounce of weed and just get stoned out of our mind. It might be legal, but is it helpful? Well, if you want to be stupid, it is, I suppose. But I mean, you know, it's, it's not helpful. And so Paul was talking to them about eating meat sacrificed to pagan idols and, and a variety of different things. And now he continues on in that, in, and he's going to talk about some things that are going on in the church and the way people were dressing and going to talk about communion and things they were doing. Now, uh, I was trying to relate what this could be like in our day, but has anyone ever been at church and saw somebody was dressed in a certain way where you thought, you're showing too much? <laughs> I mean, just like, Right. I mean, uh, probably not in our neck of the woods, but uh, other places. But uh, right. And and so he's going to talk about things in church and, you know, the way that you dress. Right. And and talking about communion. And so he says in verse one, Paul says, imitate me just as I also imitate Christ. Now, he had been talking about how he's doing everything to glorify God. All things are lawful. Not all things are profitable. But I want to do things that edify. I want to do things that build people up. So he's saying, imitate me. I, I do things to edify people. I don't do anything to, you know, stumble people. Verse 2, he says, Now I praise you, brethren, that you remember me in all things and keep the traditions just as I delivered them to you. But I want you to know that the head of every man is Christ and the head of every woman uh, is man and the head of Christ is God. Now, the Apostle Paul is talking about husbands and wives and the union of marriage uh, between man and a woman and how God has order in the family. Now, uh, he's addressing a situation where they were abusing their liberty. They were doing things they shouldn't be doing in the church. So he kind of gets back and talks about the family structure. Now, we live in a culture where I have heard people teach, uh, not from Christians, but a segment of the society where uh, you don't need to be married to have a family. You don't need a mom and a dad. A kid can be raised by you know, the neighbor or whatever, they don't need mom and dad, or a woman doesn't need a husband to raise children, or a man doesn't need a wife to raise children, and, and there's just all this, uh, you know, I, all these ideas about family, about marriage, 
And a lot of it is just wrong, right? And, and we see the fruit of it in our society now. Now, Paul's telling them there is an order. God created things in an order. God is uh, an orderly God. He says in verse 4, every man uh, praying or prophesying, having his head cover, dishonors his head. Now, uh, his head cover speaks of, when it, when it says there, having his head covered, he's talking about his physical head. And, uh, you know, uh, you all know that uh, Jewish men wear those little yarmulkes, right? And when he says, uh, but he dishonors his head, that second part of verse 4 where he says dishonors his head speaks of the spiritual head, Jesus. In verse 5, he says, but every woman who prays or prophesies with her head uncovered dishonors her head, and that speaking of her husband, for th- that is one and the same as if her head were shaved. Now, you say, what does this, what does shaved head have to do with anything? For if a woman is not covered, let her be shorn or shaved. But if it is shameful for a woman to be shorn or shaved, let her be covered. Now, I'm sure you're reading that and you're thinking, what is he talking about, right? Well, uh, this is where it's important that when you're studying the Bible is that you know a little background about what was going on. Now, Paul is addressing the church in Corinth, a specific situation in that city where they had uh, every evening, now you just kind of get this in your mind, every evening a thousand prostitutes came into the city from the temple of Aphrodite, and these prostitutes would shave their head or cut their hair really short. Now why would they do that? Well, that was the signal to men who were looking for a prostitute. Hey, you just look around, you see a girl with long hair, you're like, oh, she's not available. One over there, oh, she's bald, she's in, right? And so you're thinking, didn't Britney Spears start that? No, it wasn't Britney Spears. This was a long time ago, right? Uh, that uh, they would shave their head and they would have really short hair. And uh, it's kind of interesting that in our country that women had long hair. And then, you know, in the 60s, there was this women's revolution thing where they're, you know, they were like, cut your hair short. And it was kind of a strange thing in the, I think it was the 90s where all the girls cut their hair short because they wanted to run the company. Anyways, but but that has nothing to do about this. But, but Paul... Uh, is saying that in those days, and everybody in the church there knew that. They knew that, you know, if, uh, you know, you just look for a woman who has, you know, bald head, and you look around and say, oh, well, that, that person is, you know, a prostitute, whatever. And so people knew that. But in those days, you could tell, right, the way they did their hair. Now, uh, so what, what he's getting at is he's saying, you know, uh, if there's no covering over your head, then the people in the church might think something, right? And so Paul was addressing a particular situation. Now, other women in the city would cover their head, and that was a sign of purity. Now, I'm sure all of you have seen Eastern, uh, you know, Middle Eastern women who have, you know, a shawl or a veil over their head, over their face. And, you know, in our culture, we think, that's weird. Why do they do that? And so, you know, way back then, people who covered their head, it was a sign of purity or they were, mar- you know, there was, they were committed. And then the women that just like, hey, look, I'm, you know, a prostitute, they, they would have short hair or whatever. And so, um, so with all of this, this is not, Paul is not saying that this is universal for every church because when we get down to verse 16, and this is why it's important to read, you know, 10 verses past and 10 verses before, Paul says, but if anyone seems to be contentious, we have no such customs, nor do the churches of God. So he's saying this situation in Corinth is a unique deal. And so uh, that's what he's addressing. So in verse 5 when he says, but every woman who prays or prophesies with her head uncovered dishonors her husband, or her head, which is speaking of her husband, for that is one the same as if her husband were shaved, if her head were shaved. Now, in that city at that time, if a woman stood up with an with her, you know, bald head or short hair, then it was a signal in church that, hey, I'm available, right? And, and so he's saying, look, that that's kind of 
It's disrespectful to do that. Now, this might be hard for us to you know, comprehend because in our culture we don't have these sort of things. But in verse 6 he says, For if a woman is not covered, let her also be shorn. But if it is, uh, but if it is shameful for a woman to be shorn or shaved, let her be covered. So uh, Paul's saying, look, it might be legal that a woman could sh- shave her head and come to church or cut it really short and look like a prostitute. But he's saying it might be legal, but it's, it's not respectful towards her husband other guys looking at her and and you know whatever and so uh he's saying you know you need to not just look at what is legal but you want to look at what is best for those around you verse 7 he says for a man indeed ought not to cover his head since he is the image of the glory of god but woman is the glory of man for man is not from woman but woman from man nor was man created for the woman but woman for man now You're like, what is he talking about here? Well, he's just going back and talking about how God created things. Remember that God made Adam from what? The dust, right? He made Adam from the dust, right? And what did he make Eve from? Adam's rib, right? So, uh, you know, and and we know there in Genesis 2, 18, it says, And the Lord God said, It is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper comparable to him. So uh, here, you know, back in Genesis 2, the Bible says that man was there, and he was alone, and it wasn't good, right? And so he said, I'm going to make a helper comparable to him. Now, the word comparable, uh, it's speaking about Eve, right? And she's not exactly the same as Adam. She's different physically, emotionally, right? And that when I first got married, um, I had kind of grown up ha- hearing people say, men and women are the same. They can do all the same things. I grew up to, when Michael Jordan was a, a basketball player, and I remember them thinking, well, a woman basketball player could beat Michael Jordan. And, and I was like, oh, is that how it is, right? And then I got married, and then I, I was like, when is my wife going to start thinking like me? And it took me 10 years to realize she's never going to think like me because she's comparable, but she's not the same, right? God designed men and women differently for a purpose. Now, our society wants to say men and women are the same, and they can do all the same things, but it's not true. Women have a much broader emotional spectrum. Men's emotional spectrum is like that, right? And women is like, whoo, right? I mean, my wife asked me, what do you feel about that? I'm like, I don't even know what that sentence means. I don't even know what I feel about it. I mean, how do you know what you feel? Anyway, but right, men and women are very, very different. <laughs> and, and, and that's on purpose because, you know, even just discussing this with my wife, we've been married for quite a long time now, and, you know, sh- she used to say to me, look, if we were the same, this would be quite a boring relationship. <laughs> and, and that is true. Now I, I come to realize. And, and so God makes us very different, and, and that's a good thing, right? And God created man and woman uniquely different. He created the marriage union. And when we have children, children love to have a mom and a dad, right? Because if you want to try to, you know, get your way, then you just go over and cry to mom, you know, or whatever. Uh, and, you know, and then... You know, mom might be a little more sympathetic towards you, uh, but, you know, dads are a little more like, are you bleeding? No, let's go. You don't need a Band-Aid, right? So uh, you need a mom and a dad, right? You need a dad to say, get a job, get to work, right? Stop being lazy, right? And you need a mom to be like, it's okay. Did they hurt your feelings? Right? Dad's like, hey, I don't care if you have feelings. Just get up, get to work, right? And so you need both of those things, and, and so God designed that. Now, when our society says you don't need that, it's not true. Right? You need all of that. And, and so in Genesis 2.21, it says, And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam, and he slept, and he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh in its place. Then 
the rib which the Lord God had taken from man, he made into woman and he brought her to the man. Now, God made woman from Adam. And that's what Paul's saying in our text today. And, and God designed her as a helper, right? Uh, and it's so important for us to understand that, you know, some women are like, well, before you get offended about that, which would you rather be in this situation? The one that God says, you need help. Or the one that said, can you go help him? I mean, which one would you want to be? <laughs> I mean, I think I'd rather be the one who's doing the help and not the, hey, you need help, buddy. Anyway, but, right? But that's how God designed it. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. We'd like to share with you a couple of things that are going on here at Calvary Chapel. Calvary Chapel Caldwell is now hiring full-time and part-time positions for our exciting Calvary Kids Learning Center. If you enjoy working with children from newborn through kindergarten, please give us a call at 453-9653. Positions are Monday through Friday with our availability to fit your schedule. To learn more about these exciting opportunities, please call 453-9653. We look forward to meeting with you. Calvary Chapel Caldwell would like to invite you to our Saturday night service at 7 p.m. This is an alternative for those who cannot make it to our Sunday morning services. Like us on Facebook at Calvary Chapel Caldwell or check out our website at calvarycaldwell.com. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10.30 a.m. on the CW channel 2.2. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truth in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. If you would like a copy of Pastor Bob's message today in its entirety, you can call us at 208-453-9653 during the hours of 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. If you're not currently attending a church and are in the Caldwell area, we'd like to invite you to one of our services. We're located on the corner of 10th and Everett, right across from the library in downtown Caldwell. You can also visit us on the web at calvarycaldwell.com. If Today in the Word is ministered to you and you would like to support this radio outreach ministry, we encourage you to pray for us. You can also partner with us financially. Simply visit calvarycaldwell.com to make a donation. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. May the Lord bless you, and may you have a great day. Today is the day you will.